Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello and welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Um, I'm Coach Alan Ritter, and uh, this is our November 19th uh, edition of Monday Night Football. And we're really, really excited. We have so many people listening, and uh, and the audience just keeps on growing. We always start off our show with a prayer, and uh, and so we start in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, I thank you for letting us have a chance to live in a country so we can start a show off with prayer and not have to worry about it. Thank you for the blessings of the show. Thank you for the blessings of uh, my son who produces it. And I pray in Thanksgiving that uh, we have such a wide listener base. Pray that we'll continue to be able to promote youth soccer so that really uh, it can become a major sport in the state of Louisiana, as it is in the world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everybody. Uh, we did all of our preseason predictions for the last couple of weeks. That was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fantasy. Now it's time to reality. All the games are being played, and uh, and uh, one thing that uh, the one team that won the most this week was the weather. It was either too cold or too wet. Uh, I have mud all over my house from all the games we've had this weekend. I mean, it's just been sloppy. But we played nonetheless. Sloppy soccer is better than no soccer, baby. And uh, everybody's been full tilt. I've been really, really uh, impressed with the fact, I, well, I don't know if impressed is the word, shocked is more like it, that people are playing district games right out the gate. I'm, I don't ever remember that happening. Uh, I'm, of course, my memory's bad. But uh, we're going to go over all those scores today, and uh, and we're going to start seeing whether or not the preseason polls were accurate, and uh, and we'll go from there. Um, uh, usually we'll have coaches on, uh, especially when we see some movers and shakers. But today we're just going to talk about the first week scores. And, uh, and I also want to talk to you about this um, – our Facebook Live uh, service down that we have, um, it's popular. Uh, if you want us to cover your game, uh, let me know about a week in advance so that uh, we can get all the equipment set up and I can make sure that my own personal uh, high school soccer schedule is not in the way uh, so I can get out there and really do a good job covering your game. Uh, one thing I, I am finding out about Facebook Live is that it – actually is doing for Monday Night Football what being on the AM dial for six years did. I want to catch the average person, the person who's sort of interested, but not really, but let's take a look, okay? Uh, our Facebook Live, which was just a, a – uh, um, that was a minuscule show, y'all. Uh, it's over 800 views. So – uh. Uh, if that got 800 views, just imagine the fan base of both of the teams that we're covering and and, uh, and add that to all the hap, hap, happenstance views. Uh, your school will get promoted. Uh, your program will get promoted. Your kids will get uh, promoted and get some quality stuff that they can send out to college coaches. So uh, I'm really happy that this Facebook thing is working out. And I guess it's kind of liberating media where we don't have to depend upon major networks, I guess. We can be our own uh, network, if you if you will. So get in touch with me. Again, you can get in touch with me at Monday Night Football on Twitter. 
at MNFUTBOL on Facebook, that's the Monday Night Football page, or uh, LA Prep Soccer, uh, which we work hand in hand with. Um, um, we have a Monday Night Football thread there. You can you can post your comments on that. And, of course, you can advertise your businesses uh, on anything that we do, and our rates are ridiculously inexpensive. So um, get in touch with us if you want to be involved. Anyway, our first segment, we're going to be gentlemen. We're going to cover the girls first, and then we'll cover the boys uh, in the last segment on Monday Night Football, Your Voice for Youth Soccer. We'll see you right after we pay our bills. It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post-game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most diehard sports fans go wow. From the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesdays at 1015. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Uh, I'm Coach Alan Dritter. For those of you who don't know, I'm the head soccer coach for the boys at Dulles High School, and I'm also the director of coaching at Soccer Innovations of America, and we're determined we're going to reopen PAC and get that thing up and running in the after high school season is over. All right, let's talk about the girls. Um, one one uh, team that made a huge splash is Dominican. I watched them practice uh, before one of our football practices at Pan American, and they are organized, hungry. Of course, they're well coached because Al Silvis is coaching them, and uh, uh, and they just hit the ground running. They beat Bonneville eight nothing. Okay, and uh, uh, and that's not an easy task, I don't think. Um, and then they wound up beating, uh, let's see, Higgins, I think it was, 8 nothing. So Dominican is trying to make a statement right right now that they're part of the major, the mix of the, uh, the upper echelon of Division One girls. But, uh, but you know who also is in that neighborhood. So uh, it's always a big, big fight to see who's going to be the, on top of Division One with girls. Uh, it's really cool also. We love keeping up with it. Um, now... Um, well, we have uh, some other scores in. Uh, we want to make sure North Louisiana is extremely well represented. We had some good shows on that. And uh, OCS beat Wasman 8 nothing. Neville beat Airline 3 nothing. And these scores are courtesy of LAPrepSoccer.net. Always check on that every day. St. Fred's wound up running into Ruston. And like we said in our show, Ruston is up and coming. Uh, they're strong, and Ruston beat St. Fred's 6 to nothing. Parkview Baptist beat Plaquemine eight nothing. Uh, Sam Houston lost to Sulphur two nothing. No shame in that. Um, uh, North DeSoto um, put three points on West Monroe, but West Monroe is. Uh, it seems that West Monroe is very serious about making a run. They beat North DeSoto seven to three. Washington tied Sterlington 0-0, and this is a shocker score to me. St. Thomas More beat Lafayette High five. To one, now there's no. Uh, the surprise is not so much that both of those teams are excellent. It's just for for one of them to be able to put five goals on. Um, it, it it is a kind of a shocker. Lafayette, of course, is Division One. St. Thomas More D two, but also keep in mind that um, this is the beginning of the year with all these rainouts. I, I really had my first games on Saturday, and I had to play three in, in a tournament and. 
every game we got better, and it usually takes about seven or eight games to really get a rhythm going uh, that you can't replicate in practice. So, you know, the end of the how you're playing at the end of the year counts. What kills me about the power rankings is what you do at the beginning of the year counts just as much in the math, and that drives me nuts, y'all. Okay. Uh, I won't go on that soapbox. Let's stay focused on the uh, on the girls' scores. Uh, West Jefferson beat um, crosstown rival Helen Cox eight to one. St. Joseph's beat Dutchtown two to one. We talk about St. Joseph's being uh, a team that whose time has come. Beating Dutchtown uh, is uh, an impressive score. Baton Rouge and Fountain Blue went scoreless. Um, Turlings and Acadiana went scoreless. So the big guns in Lafayette are, uh, at least they're going right after each other right away. Turlings, of course, is trying to get back onto the grand stage, and uh, Acadiana is always a threat. Uh, High beat Parkview Baptist 2 nothing. Alexandria beat Bolton 8 to nothing. Uh, Catholic New Iberia, another team that we said it's time for them to get through that glass wall or whatever you want to call it and win a state championship. They wound up beating them eight to nothing, winning eight to nothing. Okay. Um, Christ Episcopal beat Salomon eight to nothing. Walker beat Episcopal one to nothing. And that's a, another sign that really what's going on in Livingston Parish area is starting to pay dividends because uh, uh, used to be Baton Rouge schools had the upper hand and, uh, and that score says something different. Catholic New Iberia beat my alma mater, New Iberia Senior High. They beat Nish four to nothing. Washita beat Houghton two to one. Uh, David Thibodeau and Westminster Christian tied two to two. Pope John Paul beat Pontchartula seven to nothing. Wow. Lusher, a team that I've got to play Monday night. Uh, actually, while this show is being broadcast, uh, beat Bell Chase three to nothing. And beating Bell Chase is a uh, uh, is 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 not an easy task, especially at their place. St. Scholastica, okay, uh, we talked about Matt Jockey taking over St. Scholastica. They went after St. Thomas Moore and beat them, but only beat them one to nothing. So St. Thomas Moore, y'all, uh, must have something going good. And uh, this game was at LUS Field uh, in Lafayette. So uh, St. Scholastica not, not taking uh, the easy route to start the year. Mandeville tied Dutchtown in the Central Lafouche Tournament 1-1. Um, Karen Crow lost to Westminster six to nothing. Okay, uh, Dominican, uh, uh, towards the end of the week at, at the tournament, Dominican played university and they went one one. There's not nothing wrong with that. Obviously, you could tell I've been coaching all weekend, my voice is almost gone. <laughs> Anyhow, Parkview Baptist, uh, beat East Ascension two to one, and then in the Karen Crow High tournament. Catholic New Iberia and Lafayette went 0-0. So Lafayette kind of rebounded. And then Catholic New Iberia lost to Vanderbilt Catholic 5-1. So the Lady Terriers uh, back on back to back to business as usual. St. Scholastica beat um, uh, in the East-West game that we were going to broadcast on Facebook Live, uh, but I had the tournament I was coaching in. Well, say SSA beat Barb 3-0. And St. Thomas Moore beat Lakeshore two to nothing. Okay, so uh, that that uh, it's just really good to see that we, despite the power rankings, at least of the girls, they are uh, not shying away from playing each other. All right, uh, Grace Christian beat Grant two to one. 
uh, and then Buckeye won to nothing. Now, um, uh, the pit, y'all, if you ever played in the pit, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Well, North Shore went to the pit and beat St. Amant in the pit 4-1. to one. That is an impressive score. Mount Carmel beat Dutchtown 1-0. Uh, then Dutchtown, uh, in that social Lafouche tournament, decided to take their frustrations out on Lutcher 8-0. Okay, uh, Sulphur beat Alexandria 2-1. And um, and Sulphur, Sulphur, I mean, Alexandria's hard to beat, period, especially going over there. Havel, in the Central Lafouche tournament, Havel beat Morgan City 6-1. to Central Lafouche beat Belchase 4-0. Uh, again, Dustown and Mandeville tied 1-1. Archbishop Chappelle beat East St. John 2-0. Okay, uh, Thibodeau beat Bonneville 2-0. South Terrebonne. Uh, beat Lutcher, so it look like, looks like Lutcher really is having a hard start to their year, 6 nothing. No surprise here, Mount Carmel beat Denham Springs 4 to nothing. Okay, uh, so uh, Chappelle wound up beating Lutcher one nothing, and Bonneville beat Morgan City 3 to nothing. Bell Chase did get a win, they beat Chappelle 2 to nothing. So uh, Hanville wound up beating Bell Chase 7 to one and then Dominican uh, wound up losing to Mandeville, one to nothing at the very end. So, a lot of soccer right away in the first week of the season. Uh, a lot of soccer. So, uh, who knows what week two is going to bring? Week two, of course, is Thanksgiving week, and a lot of us are taking advantage of the fact that the kids are out of school, and we can play some games during the day. So, uh, the second week of the season pro promises to be as exciting as the first. Well, that's the girls' wrap-up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the boys on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Uh, we'll see you after the break. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future, and of course our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNOLA.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNOLA.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook. Or call us at 504-577-3131. 504-577-3131. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Now it's the boys' turn, okay? We let we uh, treated the ladies first. Uh, let's talk about the boys again. Um, the major winner uh, for the boys uh, was the weather. I had two games postponed. One, I might not be able to get back, and uh, one I had to push to the Christmas week. So this weather is unreal for this time of year. We usually get this weather in January, not now in November. And so uh, in, my, in my memory and recollection anyway. But towards the end of the week, it kind of dried up, and everybody started playing. Um uh, so anyhow, the results that we do have is Parkview Baptist beat Central six to two, and we expect the Parkview Baptist boys to be strong. 
Zachary beat St. Michael's 5-1. to one. I saw St. Michael's uh, at the tournament in Covington, and, and they looked very organized. Uh, of course, uh, with their coaching change, I, I knew they were going to be uh, in a transition mode, but uh, I, I thought they looked very, very good um, watching them. So that says something about Zachary, all right? Zachary's somebody we're going to have to keep a close eye on. Uh, Benton beat Bozer 6 to nothing. Baton Rouge uh, scrimmaged their JV two weeks ago, and uh, I was talking to Coach Ari at Mandeville, and we both agree uh, people better start paying attention to this team. Baton Rouge Magnet got a couple players uh, from I don't know where, and uh, and they are well coached. They have their own stadium, and uh, and I think they're going to make a serious run this year. Uh, they beat Lehigh eight to nothing. Um, Mandeville lost to East Ascension 3-2, um, to two, and they had to play it at Lakeshore Stadium because of the uh, because of the weather conditions. Mandeville has a uh, regular grass field, and all of our grass is just we, – we've already ruined fields, and we're only in the second week of the season. All right, Airline beat Northwood 9-0. Um, this means – I don't understand this, but uh, in my district – East Jefferson and Ben Franklin played their district game right out the gates on the 13th. East Jeff beat Ben Franklin 4-2. We know both of them are going to be great, uh, and uh, and that's bad news for me at De La Salle. Uh, of course, it's expected news that both of these teams are going to be uh, uh, teams to beat, and in and, uh, and our district we really have the potential of having four teams in the top ten. And uh, that's crazy. All right, Denham Springs beat Acadiana. We talked about the Denham Springs being strong. Uh, they beat them one to nothing. Bonneville beat Higgins four to one. I saw Bonneville this weekend, and Bonneville had a really good summer. Um, uh, Coach Matt really keep kept the team organized, and uh, now it's paying off. They really looked good yesterday. Or uh, I'm taping this, of course. Uh, before before airtime, but I watched Bonneville play Saturday, and uh, they had no trouble with Higgins. Turlings uh, beat my alma mater Nish uh, four to one, and uh, North Shore, North Shore, North Shore. Uh, if you thought everything we said about North Shore was kind of uh, fluffy, this score in that they tied Brother Martin one to one. I think they did it at Brother Martin. All right, in my opinion, the best team in the state uh, last year was ESA. You have any doubts about that? On the 13th, they beat Vanderbilt 8 to nothing. I'd love to get my guys to play a game against Episcopal a School of Acadiana. Uh, their run has just started. I think we're going to be talking about ESA like we've talked about St. Louis, Jesuit, St. Paul's uh, for, for, for a decade to come. Sterlington beat Washita Parish two to nothing, and Washita Parish is a hard out, so Sterlington must have something to pay attention to. West Washita beat St. Fred's two to nothing, uh, and uh, St. Fred's here is a, is a school we expected to uh, make some noise, so let's keep watching it. Central Lafouche we talked about last week as a sleeper team, they tied Hanville zero zero uh, at Central Lafouche. Alexandria basically uh, uh, showed that everything we said about them is true. They beat Lafayette two to one. Loyola beat West Monroe six to one. Zachary tied U High one to one. Okay, so Zachary's something to watch. Rummel, Rummel's starting a new era over there, and uh, 
and they played Noma. Um, Noma is full of players from my club, Soccer Innovations of America. They're basically almost all of them. And uh, uh, Rummel tied them 1-1, which tells me that Rummel is organized and that they have some talent. Woodlawn beat West Feliciana 8-0. North Vermillion and David Thibodeau tied at 1. Edie White, okay, here they come. They beat Homer Christian 6-0. Um, East Ascension beat Dunham 6-0. Of course, Dunham is starting over again, and it's going to take a while for those kids to get used to a new system of play, but I don't think it's going to take very long. Now, Baton Rouge High, I talked to you about this earlier, beat Mandeville 2-1. to one. Uh, At De La Salle, we played them uh, on Saturday and had Mandeville 0-0 at halftime. Uh, wound up losing 3-0 to zero on some really dumb mistakes and some great plays that Mandeville had. And, uh, um, and so Mandeville is a strong team. Baton Rouge beating them 2-1 to one tells me, again, that Baton Rouge is a team I'm going to keep my eyes on. Christ Episcopal, yo, I had no idea they were this good. I watched them play this weekend. Oh, my. I had them scheduled as my first game, and it got rained out. They beat Salomon 8-0. Uh, they are rolling. They're well coached with Coach Judy's, and uh, uh, they looked very organized. And now they have size and some speed. Um, if, if, you, if you have a, a game with Christ Episcopal, you better be ready. Uh, they, they put the eighth goal on the 59th minute. Ponchatoula, we played to zero. Uh, De La Salle tied Ponchatoula 0-0 Saturday. And uh, Live Oak beat them 2-1. to one. And um, Ponchatoula was a lot better than uh, uh, I was told they would be. Uh, they're very physical and, uh, and they're hungry. Very hard to score on. East Jefferson beat Higgins 8-0. St. Thomas Aquinas uh, beat Lutcher 7-2. Catholic Baton Rouge... This is a shocker here. They beat North Shore two to nothing, so maybe Catholic is all that this year because I know North Shore has everything going for them. Canada Discovery, one of our newer schools, uh, they lost to Thibodeau at Thibodeau four to two, and um, Live Oak bounced back uh, and beat Ascension uh, Christian, and Live Oak put the put the goals that we're expecting Live Oak to put. I think Live Oak's going to be a top 10 team throughout the year. They beat Ascension Christian 5-1, to one, and both of those teams are well coached. David Thibodeau, uh, listen to this score. David Thibodeau tied St. Thomas Moore 0-0. Uh, I'd like to see film on that. Parkview Baptist beat Pope John Paul II 5-3. to three. I think that's a really good score for Pope John Paul II because they have a lot of their kids in the football program, and all of us who have that problem um, um, really and truly understand the aggravation that is when you have kids running. A lot of our teams, y'all, that played this week, they had to deal with the fact that there was no um, – um, which we call it, there was no cross country and no football players or no swimmers. I, I was missing a swimmer this weekend. So when you have all that missing, it, it really gets aggravating. Uh, and so a lot of us aren't going to get a really good look at our teams. In my case, I don't think until mid-December. Anyhow, Glenmora tied Bolton 2-2. Two to two, uh, And then Bird beat Evangel Christian 6 to nothing. Uh, Broadmoor beat Walker 2 to nothing. Um, Livonia beat Catholic Point Capi 3-0. 
Fisher, listen, Fisher, man. I saw them play, and uh, and and they're taking things really, really serious. If you don't know where Fisher is, it's down. It's it's West West Bank. Okay, that's where the mosquitoes have names. Anyhow, Fisher beat Landry Walker four to one. Uh, Thomas Jefferson and Shaw tied. A lot of those kids. Uh, I coach at Soccer Innovations, and it's kind of nice to see that uh, they gave each other a really good game. Franklinton beat Pine nine to one. Westgate beat Abbeville three to two. West Washita tied in zero zero. Riverdale beat John Eric, but look at this score two to one. Now Riverdale's on the top ten in Division two. Uh, we might want to take a look at John Eric because we know Riverdale is good. Bar beat Sulphur two to zero. Ellender. Uh, uh, Ended Fisher's winning streak, I guess you could say, beating them 3-0. to zero. Elder's been at it a little bit longer than Fisher, though, I think. Rapids beat Buckeye 5-1. Sterlington beat West Washington 6-0. Just like the girls, I guess Sterlington's a team we've got to take a, a closer look at. Riverdale beat McMain 4-2. Now, for those of you who don't understand that, McMain has got a lot of immigrant players uh, on their team. And they have good coaching. And McMain made a ton of noise last year. Uh, and I expect them to do the same this year. And that score makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Riverdale, I think, is a top 10 team. Don't be surprised if McMain winds up in the top 10 before the month of December is over. Morgan City beat South Lafouche 7-1. Ruston beat Union Parish 6-0. But it's good to see soccer being played at Union Parish. Walker beat Lee Magnet eight to zero, as we said earlier. Episcopal Baton Rouge tied Terra, I mean beat Terra four to two. Airline beat Washita one zero. Nakita Central and Pineville have a two two tie. Um, we really thought Pineville was going to really uh, do some stuff this year. Central Baton Rouge beat Runnels four to zero. Uh, Noma beat Thomas Jefferson three to one, and uh, a lot of soccer innovations players on both of those teams. Hammond beat Hannon four to one, and uh, they played that game at Coquille. And uh, good thing because uh, we played a football game at Hannon the other day. Oh my, oh my! I can't even explain to you how thick the mud was. If you didn't have uh, you had to have screw-ins. If you didn't have good screwing cleats, there's no way you're keeping your feet. Uh, and Hannon, I guess that's why they played at Coquille. Um, Benton beat Natchitoches Central two to nothing. Noma beat Carver two to one. Uh, Carver, y'all, is a team that played in the six v six league, and uh, and they're well coached with Rudy Batuista, and I think they're going to make some noise too. They're in my district, and uh, and them only losing to Noma two to one says a lot. And yes, I, I think Noma's really really good. You might want to take a look at them. Okay, um, Boshin beat Loyola three zero. HL Bourgeois beat Barb one nothing. Central Lafouche. Beat New Iberia three to one. Uh, Sulphur and St. Martinville zero uh, to zero. Now look, that 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 says a lot for Sulphur because St. Martinville is a team we expect to do well. Toretta beat Cecilia one to nothing. Terrible beat Karen Crow three zero, and uh, Shaw beat Patrick Taylor. This is a West Bank uh, showdown, four to nothing. Uh, Hanville beat Ben Franklin two to one. Wow, that's a big score there. Um, <laughs> really and truly, that, that, that's a big score there. All right. St. Thomas Aquinas beat Covenant Christian 5-3. to St. Amant in the pit beat West Monroe 7-0. Man, what a, what a, what a uh, 
uh, trip for West Monroe to have to go all the way to the pit in Gonzales. Um, that's pretty impressive for their coach to be able to do that. That's going to pay off dividends in the playoffs. Sam Houston beat Cecilia 2-1. to one. And uh, Holy Savior Menard, a team we expect to be really good, beat Neville 1-0. to zero. Okay, um, and uh, Grace Christian beat Grant one to nothing, and then Buckeye beat Grace Christian. After that, three to nothing in Tioga Stadium. St. Paul's, St. Paul's, St. Paul's. Well, St. Paul's beat Alexandria four to zero. What a great start for the Wolves. Uh, Alexandria is a very good team, and uh, I think Alexandria could be proud of themselves that they kind of uh, just held their own in that regard. Uh, in the airline tournament, Captain Shreve beat Captain Ma Cattle Magnet three to two, and then Bozier three to one, and then Washita three to one, and then beat Airline one to nothing. I take it that they won uh, the whole tournament. And then Rusta beat Sterlington two to zero. Okay, I'm worn out. I promise you, next week I'm going to have interviews instead of scores, and I hope that we'll be able to reveal the top 10 uh, for the girls and the boys on our next broadcast. Again, if you want us to be able to uh, broadcast your game on Facebook Live, get in touch with me as soon as possible, and we'll get our equipment out there, and uh, we'll see how many people want to watch your soccer team play. And uh, it's an exciting time of year. Uh, congratulations to everybody for getting getting back on the, uh, their horses and, and, and hitting the ground running. Uh, nobody took an easy route this week, and it looks like this season is going to be jam-packed with surprises and, uh, uh, and, and really just uh, some great soccer. One thing I didn't like seeing this week when I saw all the games that I saw is that we have still a lot of direct soccer being played, which is not going to help um, – it's not going to help our country develop, but at the same token, it is exciting to watch. Very, very fast pace. I'd like to see more possession, but hey, that's just me. And uh, what do you think? You can give us your comments or what you want to hear on the show. Again, on our Twitter feed at uh, Monday Night Football, that's M-N-F-U-T-B-O-L. Give us a comment on our Monday Night Football page on Facebook or just click our blog on laprepsoccer.net and tell us what you want to hear. Or if you want to even be on the show, we're glad to get you on. May God bless you and your family. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I know our society skips Thanksgiving and goes straight to Christmas, but Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. One of my favorites, if not my most favorite holiday of the year. Um, give thanks to all your loved ones, and don't forget the loved ones that have gone before us, and, uh, and really celebrate your families. God bless you and your family again. Carpe diem in Christ. I'll see you all next week, God willing, on Monday Night Football, your voice for your soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter signing out, and I'd like to thank my producer, Andrew DeRitter, for doing the great work that he keeps doing on this show. Bye-bye.